Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and reviews of the latest movies available from online streaming services. I'm your host today, Irene, and as always, I'm here with your co-hosts, Brooke and Alan. This week, we'll be talking about and reviewing the movie I picked, The Babadook, available on Netflix. Babadook, duke, duke. So creepy. (laughs) (laughs) It's enjoyable to say, though. Welcome back to our show, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about The Babadook, which I absolutely loved. Just so you're you're previewing your ratings already. You're giving away your hand. Oh, well, maybe I should take that back. Or maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's out there in the world, Irene. You can't take it back. I guess I don't even want to. It's on the internet. It'll live forever. Okay. The gays have claimed it. The gays have claimed it. But let me tell you about this movie. Um, The Babadook is about a troubled widow who discovers that her son is telling the truth about the monster that entered their home through a children's book. Did you just come up with that off the top of your head? You know I didn't. No, I know you didn't. (laughs) You know I have trouble reading and speaking. Therefore, (laughs) I didn't just come up with that. It was written down. I'm sitting in your chair tonight, so that means every time you say something questionable, I'm going to have to go, hmm. You can't steal my thing. (laughs) That's mine. Well, you're sitting in my chair, my normal chair, so you can just be mean all night. Ooh. Ooh. I might enjoy that a little bit too much. (laughs) I think you would. Enough of that gobbledygook, duke, duke. (laughs) This is going to be a pun-laden episode, I'm afraid. (laughs) I think we're going to probably say duke a lot. I don't know why. Like duke, duke, duke of Earl. So, Irene, just go ahead and finish the Baba Deets. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, it was directed by Jennifer Kent and is based on the 2005 short film Monster, also by her. Yeah. And interestingly enough, she I read that she had gotten an idea from a child that was talking about uh, being afraid of a monster in his house. And she thought, well, what if that was real? And she made the short Monster and then wanted to further explore that idea. So, that moved into Baba Duke. And apparently you can see that on um, the DVD. Oh, Um, cool. I did read that. So um, it was released January 2014 at the Sundance Film Festival and in the United States on November 28th, 2014. Um, It won some awards. It's a a Christmas movie. That's what you're saying. (laughs) I wouldn't say. It's a good holiday season movie. Mm, I know. (laughs) It's not Die Hard. (laughs) So... Um, it won some awards. I'm not going to go through them all. Yeah, it won a bunch of awards, though. Um, but it basically won the Australian version of the Oscar. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Um, got best first feature at the New York Film Critics Circle. So, um, it stars, um, Essie Davis as Amelia, who's the, I'll probably just say the mom, because that's all she is, (laughs) is the mom. Right, she is. Isn't that what? All us moms are, we're just mom. Basic. Yeah, basically. Um, And then Noah Wiseman is her son named Samuel. He's the one that has some some issues. Just Just a few issues. Just Just a a few. Couple. It's a little bit aggressive. (laughs) Something I found was interesting. uh, The director, uh, Jennifer Kent, she holds all the rights to the film. Um, and uh, they were asking her about a sequel, and she said no. Uh, she said she'll never allow a sequel to be made uh, because she said it wasn't that kind of film. She said, I don't care how much I'm offered. It's just not going to happen. I think that's fantastic because the way it ended, it should be the way that it ended. We don't need Duke 6. Yeah, I don't know how you Duke in space. 
I don't know how you. Uh. In space, no one can hear you, Duke. <laughs> that would be Baba Dumb. That would be. <laughs> a Dumb A Duke. A Dumb A Duke. A Dumb A Duke. From Dim A Duke Sales. <laughs> They were the director was also really concerned about the uh, mental well being of the kid who played Sam. I can understand why. I was right. She she actually her one of her quotes is I didn't want to destroy childhood to make a film. <laughs> so thank you. They didn't feel the same way when filming The Exorcist. I don't think. But throughout the throughout pre production stuff, she gave him kind of a child friendly version of the story. And then uh, the, the child's mother was on set uh, throughout the rest of the filming. And he was never really actually present on set during the times when his mother was saying really abusive things and, and doing abusive things. Uh, she actually delivered those lines to another um, adult who was on their knees. So they oh, helped well, protect the child in that way. Which actually makes me enjoy it a little more. Yeah. When I think about, I'm trying to, I'm thinking back because I just watched it very recently again. Um and those scenes are really upsetting. So, um, and the cuts are really well done. Because yeah. I'm like, oh my God, how is this kid going to be okay in life? <laughs> right, because I mean, there's such a stark difference between her, you know, typical sweet, loving mom, I adore you, my child. Yeah, that isn't to, what she's portraying. She's not portraying a movie mom, a Stepford mom. Oh, but yeah, but ugh, in those moments. Ooh, it gets rough. But we'll get there. Let's start at the beginning. I, I really love the opening of this movie. It, it really brings you in really quick and kind of sets you up into the mood of the of the movie. You know, all that surreal kind of imagery. And then she's like floating down into her bed. Calgon's taking her back. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She just poof. <laughs> gently. I mean, she was having a terrible dream, though. Yes, yeah, she was. Well, she's reliving her memory. I mean, she's having night terrors constantly throughout this movie. The woman is tired constantly. I- I I got exhausted looking at her eyeballs. <laughs> I was exhausted watching it, and I'm like, "When is Freddie going to show bu- show up?" Because I know she's having micro naps. <laughs> right. Freddie and the Babadook are hanging out in the basement. You mentioning micro naps immediately made me think of that scene in the diner where Freddie comes out and they got the the little heads on the pizzas. Oh. Got the pepperoni pizza with <laughs> the little heads <laughs> in it. <and> he's like, <laughs> mm, delicious. Because <laughs> that's how that person died—a micro nap. A micro nap. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother movie. But so let's get back to Australia. Why are all the movies that we watch recently set in Australia? I don't know. Netflix likes Australia. I guess so. I guess so. But I definitely don't notice it until Amazon Prime had uh, paternity leave. That was in Australia. Oh yeah. Australia is a beloved country, known for their films films. that are apparently cheap enough to go on a streaming service. I think that's the answer. Okay. So, um, story goes, dad died driving mom to the hospital. Yeah, and the way we find that out is this little kid just kind of creepily announces it at the grocery. Right. He, he announces it a couple of times in awkward situations um, to Child Protective Services at one point. <laughs> Some mom. Yes. And it, the, this child exhausts me. I, I really appreciated seeing, like... This was, like, every parent has had those moments when their child isn't really doing anything wrong. It's, it's just that they're exhausting or you're tired or whatever, and it's just kind of grating on your nerve. And, um, like, like, for instance, when she woke up from that nap at the beginning, he's downstairs thumping, and she's, like, going down there. And he's built a monster-killing device that throws a, <laughs> throws a 
a ball or something through a window. Is that like a bocce ball or a or a cricket ball? It's really it's something heavy. It's substantial. Yeah, it's something for real. It's like a can of beans or something. <laughs> Vegemite. Uh, yeah. And uh and then in the next scene, uh, she's trying to do something with his clothes, and he's like, Mom, Mom, watch me perform, watch me perform, watch me perform. And I thought, he doesn't look like he got a butt whooping for breaking that window. What's going on? Mm-hmm. No, he was, no. She was probably too tired. Well, I think she, well, uh, when we get to understand, like, what's been, what's gone on with his father and everything, I think she's just. Right. I mean, you got to. She goes easy on him for that Traumatized reason. child needs special care. No. But how is. Later he's screaming, I'll smash his head. Right. Okay. <laughs> the, but I, I have some I have some questions about that because um, he's never known his dad. No. He's just grown up with his mom. Um, it's seven years later. Like I think that's obvious though that mom's never dealt with this. Um, I mean I don't I don't mean to jump ahead in the movie, but she doesn't like it when people bring it up. She's right. cutting it off. She uh, when she was at that party with her sister, she said, you know, I have gotten over it. I don't talk about it anymore. And, you know, it's kind of sad because that's what she thought getting over it is. Yeah. Is to stop talking about it. But it's it's still there creeping on her. Right. So this has definitely affected um, his development. Yeah. In fact, at one point, he goes to hug her and he hugs her real tight. And then she's like, oh, stop. And she makes him stop hugging her. Right. She's so uncomfortable at the closeness. Right. That she so misses. I, I don't know what that is. I never really understood that part. Like why she rejected that hug from her child. I, I don't know. It was... Maybe the way he was hugging her around her neck. Maybe. Um, because. Like it felt too intimate or something. No, maybe that he was cutting off her air supply. <laughs> like <laughs> He was intimately strangling her to death. <laughs> but I mean, if you see, like, he gets scared a lot. So he's like in her bed, like with his whole arms wrapped around her neck. I would be like, I can't even get a minute. Can't get a minute. Can't get a minute. And then they go out to the playground and he's like, mom, 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 mom. And she's like, I'm just trying to talk for a minute to an adult. And he climbs up to the tip top of that playground equipment and is standing on top of it somehow, like a little Superman. And immediately cut to the next scene, he's in the back seat of the car wailing. And I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, he probably didn't get a butt whooping for that either. He's probably wailing because he had to leave. That's what I was thinking. Right. She made him leave. She's like, you're going to die, so we're leaving. And he's screaming. Right. Right. Um, but he gets kicked out of school. Why? Because he brings his homemade home alone devices. Um, <laughs> right. Homemade home alone devices. I thought that myself. I actually put that in my notes. <laughs> well, I mean, they only shoot lethal darts. Right. <laughs> darts. Sharp. This needles. kid ain't playing. No. He's like, there's a monster. It's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to kill it. It's come to I'm the wrong ba- house. He, he just keeps yelling, I'm going to bash its head. I know. Okay. He is so annoying and so frustrating. And just watching her deal with it, it just tore me apart. Like, it's, it's a single parent, you know. She's just trying to make it with this child. She's trying to still get through her grief. And he's just not... I, I, think, I think it was really interesting, too, because um, for people... I think it's I think it's telling for people all, all people with kids, but I think it's also telling for people with kids that have uh, something that makes them special or makes them unique among other children, but that is often difficult for a parent to deal with. Uh, and so there's I feel like throughout the movie there were these moments of she even said to him once, "Why can't you just be a normal kid?" You know, she, I, I feel like as the movie progressed, she vocalized more and more of those things mm-hmm. that whether we want to admit it or not, a lot of times parents will think in their brains and not come out of our mouths. And then it's coming out of her mouth, which makes it even that much more shocking. Right. It's like, oh, that's uh, that feeling is relatable, but I can't believe you're saying it. Right. Your kid is weird as fuck, ma'am. But 
that's okay because he will find other weird people in the world and it will it'll be yeah it'll be fine i mean look at all of us yeah yeah Yeah. well i mean it's like she's given this understanding to him for so long while not dealing with things that he has just developed this pattern of behavior and she just makes it seem like it's okay because yeah because of what happened Mm -hmm. right right but it's not okay no it still needs to be addressed he gets in trouble at school and they want to hire a monitor for him because he clearly is not um i don't know what i'm trying to say what am i trying to say he's like he's acting out so much right he's he's keeping other kids from being able to learn right and so and she is not having it no but i'm like get him a monitor fine we're getting out of this school (laughs) i was like do it like help him i thought about a a while back irene i think it was gerald's game you were talking about people will do fight flight or flee which is the freeze oh freeze fight flight or freeze so fight flight or freeze which was the first time i'd heard the three and uh, I think that's what she does is she does a lot of avoidance behavior. You know, she freezes up. She's like, I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to deal with that. And that's one of the problems is he's constantly in her face. She's constantly having to deal with him when everything else about her screams to me that she's avoiding. Right. Right. She can't avoid him. No. And he is loud. Right. And so how she avoids it is she just stuffs it down in her little champagne bottle of pain. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, she's stuffing way too hard. Right. Like constantly. Um, and even like it in the beginning, like she just gives in to him over and over and over because she doesn't want to deal with um, probably him having another fit. Like she's up in the middle of the night checking for monsters right. for the 77th time. And he's like, let's read this book. Can I you know. read it again? And she's giving it to him. Yeah, no, totally. Read it again. No, and it's like, go to sleep. He, and the, she's like, you got to pick a book. And he's like, I'll pick this horror book. And I, she starts reading it. And I was like, why are you reading Babadook before right. bed? And then suddenly he's like, you know, oh, this is took, taking a turn. She's like, oh, I'll read something else. He's like, no, I want to read it. You said, you said I, I, I could pick it. Sweet Pickles is great. <laughs> so... um she keeps reading it and tells she just should know she shouldn't anymore. And he's like, is the boy okay? Is the boy okay? And then wailing. And then immediately cut to another scene where he's wailing again. Like that's how he deals with things right. that he doesn't like. He wails. He's like, I need to know. I don't need to know. But then why has nobody asked the question of where the fuck did this book come from? I know. Right. She's like, she's huh. like, Oh, this is odd. What? He's like, I got it on the shelf. That's my accent. It's bad. I'm it sorry. It was bad, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I've I, been to the store before. I don't. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. I'm not. I'm not Australian or English. No. And I'm not a. What do you call it? A person that does impressions very well. So that's what you get, people. I think. I think it'll be loved. There'll probably be a mm-hmm. whole hashtag about it. <laughs> no, don't create a hashtag. Hashtag Reenie speak. Reenie no. speak. Hashtag Reenie speak. Stop. <laughs> Even when mom's reading that book, it was creepy to hear her say, ba, 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 duke, duke, duke. And I was like, oh. Oh, but I like the way she said it. I liked her accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she, especially when she said it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, nobody else can say Baba Duke but you. Ba, 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 duke, duke, duke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Creepy. It was creepy even then. And I thought that the book was creepy. One of the things they did when promoting this film was they actually created some copies of that book that you could buy and they were expensive. Oh. They, were, they were like 80 bucks, I think. Now, I think they're going for something like 500. Dang. And so you could get it because the director signed them. Yeah. 
so early on you could get those. I would love. I to have want them. one. Does mm-hmm. that does that book like self write itself as you go? God, I hope not. Because then that, if that's that would the case, the I don't trash. want it. <laughs> right. If there's anything I know, it's that the Babadook belongs in the trash <laughs> and burned. She finally gets her kid to sleep though, and she goes and lays down in bed and starts to masturbate. Right. Which uh, she can't even masturbate. No. Like the kid comes running in. Mother's a Babadook. Babadook. And I have written here, mom can't even get some alone time. Right. No, right. Can't. And why was her vibrator from 1972? Like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? And why, when he was in her bed, did she still have it in there somewhere? Well, Alan, you nasty. I'm you, sorry, you but I never saw it come out. I mean, you always go she's for not gonna, there. She's not going to pull it out in front of him. She had to keep it hidden. No. You, you stuff it in the pillowcase real quick. She just throws it on the floor for the dog. Maybe. Oh, oh, you are gross. What? Is that your sure. what if? That I need to rewind. Rewind. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's too much. It was really odd. She's just like, ah, ah. Oh, hi, child in my bed. Really? Leave she it. was like, fuck. I think that's when I would have snapped. Yeah. I'm like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not okay. Get your ass back to bed. Let the Duke get you because I just need to get off one time. You sound like late movie mom right now, Irene. <laughs> well, she and she was masturbating because she was clearly missing that companionship and you know closeness. She also needed stress she, relief. This stress relief, Alan. She was she hadn't slept in forever. Mm, but she was watching like the TV with all those little romance things and stuff like that. It wasn't. I don't think it was just about no stress relief. I think she misses that closeness of her husband masturbation is a multi-purpose friend sure yes okay (laughs) (laughs) baba diddle baba diddle baba diddle (laughs) just saying (laughs) i thought it was interesting how the kid kept talking about slaying a monster and then immediately it turns into slaying the babadook um the kid he was chucking things out of a window and now all of a sudden he's chucking things at this imaginary babadook um, and I thought it was really creepy when she started finding like glass shards and sharp stuff in her soup. Yeah. And he's like, the Babadook did it. And I was like, yeah, right. Little Dahmer. Right. Well, what <laughs> I, I was thought, very suspicious what, of that child. What I thought about the glass in the soup was why is her whole life bland? Like that's potato milky, whatever soup that's that they true. were eating. It looked like gruel. Was, it was disgusting. That, yeah. She needed some flavor. I the glass was it, flavor. I didn't even notice it right then, but the whole house is black and grays. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like everything is bland and somber in that yeah. in their world. They're clothes and everything. Mm-hmm. And so you thought the glass was bland? No, I thought the soup was bland. Oh, okay, yeah. They, so, they're even eating blandness for dinner. It, well, and even her job is very bland. I mean, she's... Very sterile. It's, it's just, an yeah. important job, but she's clearly very bored with it. Oh, my God. Even she tried... <laughs> this is what... This has happened to everybody. She's reading the bingo numbers, and then she's like, three trillion B. Anybody <laughs> have that? And then she looks over, and her boss is looking at her like, of course. The one thing I ever do. And <laughs> right. you're standing right there. Yeah. Yeah, she was definitely. So she couldn't even breathe life into her bland job. No, no, no. She her life's boring. The hot nurse guy though that covered for her because she lied and said her kid was sick when uh, really ain't nobody sleeping and my little kid is a badass and got and can't go to school can't go to school. So <sighs> yeah, that was sad. He just shows up at the door with some flowers and a game for him, and of course he's supposedly r- sick. The little boy's like, oh, I'm not sick. 
That's my other <laughs> accent. That actually sounded better. <laughs> I'm not sick. I'm not sick. I say got that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not sick. Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> I don't suppose you've seen Mary Poppins anywhere, have you? <laughs> <laughs> you shut your face. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it was, it, it was good. So that's embarrassing because, no, he's not sick, but... So then she goes off on him. She's like, no, you're a terrible child. And you got right. in trouble at school. And I'm embarrassed in front of my friend. That I might have had a chance to do something with. She, and now, no. She should have. Maybe she would have been happier. Maybe the Bobby She ain't Duke. ready. That would have crashed and or burned. Mm. And the kid probably would have ran in in the middle. Oh, she came, absolutely. She came and just started jumping on his did, back. Are there no locks like, in this house? What's going on? Other Why are you the, killing mommy? Other than the... <laughs> Oh my god! And then he chucks a can at his head. <laughs> the dart, <laughs> the dart gun, right in his butt. Right in his butt. It always. I mean, it's a movie, so a dart has yeah. to go in a butt or a neck. Right. Uh, That's the only places darts can go in movies. Right. One of my favorite. What uh, was that fake laugh? Irene said, huh, "Right." Uh, I just have uh, a point to make. Uh, uh, <sighs> oh my god! Shut up and delete that. <laughs> Mid thought, ass, ass, bland soup. One of my favorite quotes is, where did you get those firecrackers? And he says, the internet. And she says, (laughs) well, that's the end of the internet. internet. (laughs) I was like, yes. And and it's around the, you know, right at this time, you've mentioned it a few times. She goes from just enabling all of his bad behavior to overcompensatingly kind of correcting it. Mm -hmm. She's like, no birthday party for you. Right. (laughs) Like, your whole birthday's off. Well, dang. Why? She and went like, from zero to a hundred. Well, let's talk about her lack of support system too. Her sister is a bitch. Oh my god, her so, sister's her sister a bitch. sucks. Self-important so much. bitch. And yeah, but I think though daughter. her sister, to give her sister a little credit, I think she's been dealing with this very <clears throat> depressed sister for seven years, and she's like, "I'm done with it. Like, you got to get better or get out. Your child is insane. You're insane. Everybody hates both of you." <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know just from her friends being there i got the impression that she was just a self-important bitch and so were all of her friends <laughs> but, possible. Yeah, her daughter was also true. awful i know right. her daughter has probably heard her mother say all those terrible things right. yes and, and no so right. and so her daughter's like seven also your dad died because he never wanted to meet you because you're weird <laughs> oh yeah well oh, dang push. dang Right. I'm gonna push you backwards out of this out of this dollhouse, and you're gonna land on your face somehow. You need some fresh air. Push. Oh my gosh! Yeah, she went flying, and I'm like, this kid's gonna end up in juvie. Does Australia have juvie? Because I don't know. that's his ten his seven year old butt would end up there. No, but they have monitors. They do. They do hire you monitors. So he, he needed one full time. He's done all these things. He's assaulted a kid. The whole time I'm thinking, I cannot stand this child for a second longer. Then she goes in and finds the picture of her and her husband and the face is all scratched out. And he immediately grabs his gear and she's like, no, don't put that on. And he looks at her and he goes, do you want to die? That's one of my favorite parts too. He's so frustrated because he kind of starts making a character turn right when she does. Mm -hmm. Like he's at this point just trying to do his damn job. And at one point, soon after this, she finds him in the floor yelling, don't let it in, don't let it in. I'm like, this child needs some therapy. He's actually trying to protect, protect the house at this moment. Mm-hmm. And he he gets more and more to a very likable uh, character. He's he always is like a tell it like it is and straightforward child, but he becomes much more likable, and she becomes much less likable at this point. Mm-hmm. Right? She's very scary. Actually, we didn't talk about that. We tore up the book. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And then that's right. Threw it in the bin. She got freaked out from about the Babadook too, so she tore it up. She's like, "This shouldn't be in the house." And then the the book came back with extra pages, <laughs> extra creepy pages, extra creepy right. pages. Yes. It's like okay, there these weren't there before. And they're horrible. Right. She's breaking the dog's neck. She's strangling the kid. These pages were done really well, too, because she oh, yeah. she would, like, wiggle back and forth as she was choking the life out of this child. And I was right. like, I can really appreciate the paper craft that went into that, but I'm also creeped out. And then she slit her own neck in one of the pages. Yeah. And, and this ribbon kind of... The all video ribbon thing? Yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. comes out. I, was, I awesome. was like, oh, my gosh, this book is terrifying. But I definitely awesome. want one. I know. Me, too. So what do you do with it then? You grill it. Yeah, you yes. throw it out on the grill. So then you we throw s- another book on the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> you Baba burn it. <laughs> I wish that I was as good as those puns as you are. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of them that. You can quickly. Baba do it. Baba do 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 it. Yeah, Baba do it. De. She also like when Alan mentioned her lack of support. She went to her sister. She said, I think somebody's stalking us. And she said, good luck, everybody else. Like, <laughs> right. You're on your own now. Go to the police. And then she, she went to uh, the doctor. And the doctor's like, everybody's afraid of monsters at this age. And she's like, you don't get it. Like, this is crazy in the house. And he's like, no. And she's right. like, can I just get some sedative for him? And I think the doctor prescribed the sedative just more for her than the child. So right. maybe she could get some sleep. I think that he made the right call on prescribing the meds um, just for what she was describing to him, like the high anxiety that the kid was having. And um, why does it take three weeks to get him into an appointment? That's a long time. It but, is. But and just when she was saying, I haven't slept, he hasn't slept in weeks. Um, I, I think that he made the right call. But I do see what you're saying, that he's just like, here, have these have these medicines, mom. Right. But they were like, oh, they tend to friend on frown on this. Unless, Unless it's really, really it's bad. It's really important. And she's like, it is. <laughs> it's That's super so important. <laughs> important. I'm dying slowly. Right. <laughs> the third place she went for help was with the police. And they clearly didn't believe anything she had to say. And then she got freaked out by a coat and left. Right. Which, you know, if I saw a coat with claw arms hanging but, on a wall. Oh, were there claw arms hanging yeah. on it? Oh, yeah. Yes. It had the Babadook claws it, sticking yes. out the coat. Oh, that makes a lot it, more sense. Yeah, it, it was very creepy. But she also burnt the evidence. And they're like, what am I supposed to do with this? You're just coming in here ranting with your dirty hands and trying to tell us that somebody's stalking you. But then she also talks about the phone calls. And he keeps, oh, the phone calls that would match the evidence that you burned. I'm like, how do you know it's the same person? Just the way that they're talking. They say things from the book that you burned. Right. Exactly. Jerk. Right. I'm being harassed. (laughs) Help. Um, Well, maybe, maybe this was not set in the 2014. Maybe it was earlier. Maybe they couldn't triangulate the signals from whatever. Oh, her phone was real old too. So... Well, they could have given a shit, and they didn't. I'm going to need all my call logs from the phone company so (laughs) I can take it in there. Look, at 11.52, here's this weird-ass call. (laughs) So just like the mom is about to have a breakdown, we're about to have a break. (laughs) Oh, do you see what I did there? I like it. You like that? Hey, hey. So everybody stay with us. Uh, We'll talk more about her descent into madness and the child's descent into uh, monster hunting right after this break. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is sponsored by the best sponsor around, you. This podcast is a labor of love for us, and if you like what you hear and want to give something back, all we ask is that you get involved. 
Send us your reviews, suggestion, and love to comments at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for bonus content. And we link you to all those things through our website at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Most importantly, join the growing ranks of fans of the show. Simply spread the word about this podcast. Share it with your friends and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Stitcher, TuneIn, and iTunes. This all helps us bring others into the fold of movie-loving queers. So thank you. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that break as much as I did. I took the opportunity to read a small book. I called a small bird over to talk to me. What did it say? Tweet. Irene? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see Irene's face. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not good at fabricating <laughs> things and lies and stuff. Well, what would you actually do? I read the script on the break. That's okay. Good job. No, we need stories. Stories of love, laughter, life. That's a lot to expect from me. I, I know. know what you did on break last summer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about anything that you want to say right now, Alan. I think you were picturing in your head interpretive dance. Mm, I hate you. I'd like to see Irene do interpretive dance. That should be our bonus content for this episode. Oh, yeah. Irene, interpretive dance. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and apologize now to our audience and say that that's not going to happen. Cause I would like to see Candle in the Wind. Irene's interpretive dance of it. Oh, yes. <laughs> I want to see her sing Baba 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 Duke in the Jets. <laughs> really liked that one <laughs> <laughs> that is so, that was fantastic back to baba duke um, one of the things that i thought was really funny was when uh the mom tells the child uh samuel you don't have to say everything that's going through your head and i thought mm, someone probably needs to say that to me sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I actually, and irene actually and alan i actually know many people that probably could use some reminding of not to saying anything, everything that comes to your mind. But then there would be no what ifs. Uh. Yeah, what ifs are kind of engineered to be what the the thing Alan's saying, whatever stream of consciousness weirdness comes yes. into his mind. Well, that's okay, but you know, there's sometimes that there are times when you don't need that kind of. Uh, oh no. What if moment? Said, everybody, oh, no. everybody needs it, whether it's shock value, pensive. You just need that. You need a little shaking up of your life. Mm. Little, okay. little shaking up. All right. And I helped. <laughs> <laughs> the Baba Shook Shook Shook. <laughs> the Bobble Shook. <laughs> the Bobble Shook. Bobble Shook. <laughs> bobble shook. <laughs> the Baba Shake and Bake. That's yes, <laughs> the Bobble Shake and Bake and I helped. <laughs> oh, God. That's fantastic. Bobble Crocker. Whether it's in a pan or on a plate, you can't escape because it tastes great. Baba Shake Shake Shake. <laughs> I applaud you, madam. I don't know where that's going, but it's going somewhere. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, where it's going is that scene where she sees a bug on the floor, and she's like, hmm. She does what I guess you do. I don't do this, but she just moved the whole fridge. And she's like, what's this? Hole in the wall, bugs pouring out. Help us all. That's when you run steaming hot water and just throw it everywhere. Kill them all. Boil them. Don't pour water in the wall. You'll run it. Set fire to it. Do something. Yep. Anything when thousands of roaches are coming out of your wall. It don't matter. I'd I'd, I'd like to point out, uh, this is when her 
her kitchen starts to reflect her consciousness. Yeah. Because it gets real. Clutter. It gets wrecked. Super wrecked. And it's the only place in the house that is like, she ain't cleaning it up. She said, fuck those dishes. Fuck that table. I'm just. Just. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> we have. We have been there. But she's just. She's not having it. She had those like gloves up to her elbows though. And, and mopping the f- floor. I was like, how about you clean off a counter first? <laughs> <laughs> She's overwhelmed, Irene. She's she she cut this into tasks that she could do, and the floor was the smallest amount of exposed space. <laughs> no. All while doing laundry. Everything's piled up everywhere. Oh my god! But you know those roaches crawled all over the the counter and the table, and right. I mean, that's and it, it not, is, oh, go ahead. Sorry. And we're just walking on the floor. You know, we're not like rolling around on it. We're touching shit on the counter. Like I need that cleaned. Ew! Because you don't want little bug footprints all over your food. No. Ooh. Gross. No. Bug poops. And of course, that's right when Child Protective Services, or whatever the Australian equivalent is, shows up at the door Naturally. like, hi, we'd like to come in. And she's like, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. My my kitchen has been hit by a tornado. It's a natural disaster. <laughs> See all the mold? It's a it's baba natural. disaster. It's only mm. been two days since my child has had social activity outside of this home. Right. Also her. Neither one of them are getting out of the house at this point. No. And the kid is like, ah, I don't, I'm so sleepy because of all the drugs mommy gave me. <laughs> right. right. Which is, of course, what a child would say. Like, like the worst right. possible yeah. way. And then, of course, she's quick to correct. Oh, but the doctor prescribed Right. Them. And then she leads, the, they're like, oh, let's go into the kitchen. And she's like, uh, and they go in there and she's like, well, it's all because of this hole in the wall that's not there anymore. And at this point, I'm like, wait a minute. Is she crazy? As is this whole thing in her head? Is maybe the kid not this awful, and maybe she's crazy? Because this was the first indication of her seeing something like in a, a visual hallucination of bugs that's not there at all for anybody else. Right, but it was in the wallpaper, and she threw the wallpaper out later. No, it was a giant hole in the no, wall. No, it was in the it wallpaper. It was a crevasse. There is a big hole. I know, it but was then like a gash. Right, that looked like a that's vagina. That's a really that. It's a special it's a special thing you've done there, Alan. It looked like a vagina. It did. By, by using the word gash. Well, you know. That is what it looked like. <laughs> but I'm I'm thinking like there was a hole in the wallpaper. She took that shit down. So there There's wasn't a hole in the wall. There wasn't a hole in the wall though. There was a giant hole in the wall. It mm. was even brown around it the edge. It was black. I know, from the wallpaper. No. When she tore the wallpaper off, you could see the hole underneath that they were coming out of. Because hmm. remember, she like stuck her finger in it, and that's when they all started coming out. Right. All right, maybe, maybe I'm disgusting. remembering things later. I mean, maybe I'm remembering things wrong. Maybe you'll remember later. Yeah, come again on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no longer a hole in the wall there. And right. So then she's like, eh, eh, and then she covered up with the lie, saying it was the wallpaper. And uh, because she had stripped some wallpaper off, but there wasn't a hole there anymore. I believed her lie. I guess you did. I did. She was very convincing. You must have glanced away. This is that's you're in my seat and you did oh my, my thing. You glanced away and don't remember something that happened in a movie. It's probably the whole mm. also was gay and had a married lover. And its name was Cody. And it was an orderly. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully fans of the show oh pick God. up on that joke. I missed, all of those jokes. I missed all of it. <laughs> Because that is from every episode. 
So that's my point. I think it, I felt at this point like maybe this child isn't as crazy as we think. Maybe she's crazy and she's made him crazy. So I started going, my mind started whirring at this point. Well, she lit the Babadook in, which she shouldn't have done by opening the door and bringing the book back. I think. Because she's here knocking at the door and she's like just opening it up. What's it going on? There's nobody here. Knock, knock, oh, knock. Oh, the book. It's back. Is this the time when they grilled it? Oh, that might yeah, be the time. Yeah, okay. I'm, I was confused. I'm I was like, back. didn't we talk about that already? Yes, but that's when I think the Babadook That's when it got, started. It started. Yeah. That's when she stuff. started getting that's crazier when she started. and he started getting less. Yes. And there's more scratching um, and mm-hmm. knocking. So that night she's laying in bed and it got real creepy. Like mm. there's that, the creaking sound in her bed and then the door opens and uh, then she puts the covers over her head and I'm like, what are you doing? That's this what is, I would do. This is more of her avoidance behavior. Mm-hmm. It can't get you if your feet are tucked in and your head is covered. Well, that works that, unless it's actually opening a door and you hmm. can hear it right in front of your face saying a duke, duke, duke. Um, all right. And you hear it skittering. Oh, my God. That part was terrifying. That was the scariest thing in the whole movie. I, I've heard a lot of people say they didn't like the Babadook because they didn't think it was scary. Mm. And, and I think that there are a few scary moments. I also think that's not what this film is about. Right. Right. But there are a few scary moments, and this is definitely one of the most scary in the film. And I I really like that it's not like a jump scare kind of thing. It's just creating this atmosphere with the sound and your imagination. They don't even show you much that makes it scarier to me. No, but then the Babadook skitters on the ceiling. Yeah, that was creepy. Looking like Insidious Mm -hmm. and Mm. um, jumps inside of her. And then um, basically he is now in her base stealing her dudes. (laughs) <laughs> right he's in the base at laser tag just shooting at it like i don't think anybody else knows how to play this game pew, pew, pew. <laughs> mom got got is what has happened right and it was hard to tell because she has so many night terrors it was hard to tell if that was a dream if that was real like what was going on there no later we find out it was she got duped she got duped 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 and then the next morning she wakes up and she is cranky as shit. Right. The kid says he's hungry. He's not supposed to take the pills unless ah. she tells him to. And she says, eat shit. Ah. She said, if you're uh. that hungry, why don't you go eat shit? I know. I was like, I was damn. Like, ah. I was like, this mom hasn't cursed this whole movie up until now. I, was like, I know. That was extra mean. She became extremely unlikable suddenly. Like, I went from really feeling bad for her to not liking her at all and really feeling bad for this child. He's like, I'm hungry. I can't cook. Also, there's shit all over the place in the kitchen. Like, what the... (laughs) I mean, he kind of needs her. And mom is just like, I just want to sleep. Well, you told me I can't take these pills on an empty stomach. I've got to eat something. But I did. And now... Now I'm sick. Now I'm sick. Right. Yep. Mom is definitely, like, on a fast spiral down. Uh, It's not not long after that, she's in the car, and she sees the Babadook, which I also thought was scary. It's they all... Look in the rearview mirror, and what's that? It's a scary thing in the back seat. It's one of those things. She ends up hitting that dude and then hitting running. But I was like, yeah, she's losing it. And, and then she goes and sits in the tub and, and is just kindly disassociating from everything. She's in the tub, in her clothes, and then the child comes in, and she picks him up. He's still in his clothes and puts him in the water with her. And she's like, isn't right. that nice and warm? And you know he peed. And ew. <laughs> you know. Ew. It was warm. He was just like, pshh. That is what happens. I would probably do that too. But he you just looked at her with his just, teeth gaping open. <laughs> you I'll never, I'll never pick you up and put you in the tub. Then don't, especially I'm if I got clothes on. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna happen. 
Because you'll pee on me. That's likely. It's it's the warm water effect. Uh-huh. The way you said that made me think it was it was more than that, Irene. <laughs> like you'd, it was like a hate pee. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, oh. that's likely. I would never hate pee you. It's like, mom. I think you would. No, I would, unless it was, no, I would funny pee you. You almost would, did. <laughs> you almost said something. You would funny pee me? Yeah. I there would, is no funny pee. Yeah, if you're like in the pool with all your friends and you're just like, well, I'm swimming. Hi, everybody. Hi. Psst. I got you all. That's funny. That isn't funny. <laughs> Ew. You, you can't get in my tub and you can't come to my pool. That's like crop dusting somebody, but it's shit instead of a fart. Well, it's funny if, maybe it's funnier if they don't know. Whoa. Holy crap. Yeah, you're just getting violent. Do you have the duke in you? She does. She let it dukes? in. She let it in. Hi, Kathy. Just slamming shit on the podcast? <laughs> it's the caffeine. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I had caffeine, y'all. I don't. I don't actually drink a lot of caffeine. <laughs> Medulla oblongata. I, I feel like maybe you should drink caffeine before every show. No, you're, I'm feeling it. You're super engaged, and I really like it. <laughs> Shush. So at this point, I thought I thought it became really heavy-handed and really obvious that the Babadook is like this metaphor for depression and grief. Yeah. And she's really <clears throat> spiraling. She's disassociating entirely. And he knows what it's like. At this point, he gets real serious. And I think that's part of why his behavior really reigns in. Because he, I feel like he's probably experienced this with her before and knows what it's like when she's depressed. And he even says, like, um, what was it? I, he said something about he didn't want her to go away, which was really sad to me. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't like, I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to whatever. I don't want you to go away. And he sees she's changing. Yeah, she's and, not the same person. Right. And... In the world of the movie, he's seeing that she's letting the Babadook in, and he wants desperately to stop it. But I think also that's the heavy sim- symbol in this movie is he's seeing her slip into depression, and he doesn't want to go through that again. And he gets de- more and more desperate about that mm-hmm. as it goes. Also, he gets really powerful about that and, and kind of commanding his own power, which is how he ultimately deals with it. So I thought that was really interesting to see. Well, right. as she keeps going, I mean, you... you see the the barriers of her sanity breaking down the thoughts that she's had up to now that you've seen in like the book right Uh, you know those thoughts that she's had are now being verbalized and now she's thinking about acting on them and it's clearly you know evolving right i almost wonder it's hard for me to tell does she know she's spiraling out of this i I think she doesn't feel like she well like, there are moments where she has a moment of clarity, like, I don't know why I said that. I feel horrible. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me make you food. She but always at, makes food as right. an apology. Oh, well, you can have whatever you want. Ice cream for breakfast, whatever. But then as she goes along, there's less and less of that clarity. Right. Like that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, she, and her moments of, of rudeness or, or wildness becomes much more striking and much more ardent. Right. And scary. Like, she's shouldn't be around sharp objects right at one, at one point she was just holding a knife in her hand he's like mom and she's like oh where'd this knife come from hmm, right. i'll put it in the kitchen i mean i think it has to do not only her grief and um depression but oh my she's still super sleep deprived yeah she's like, so sleep everybody deprived. needs naps and i think she's even trying to avoid sleep because she keeps dreaming about the babadook yeah yeah, yeah. she's she's extra possessed by the babadook now sorry she's extra possessed by the babadook now right and I think she's also, at this point, isolating Sam. That She's kept him in the house. Mm-hmm. She's kept him away from everybody. And, again, that's like 
that part of depression many times is the isolation and she's forcing that on him. Um, and he even s- calls next door to try to be like, can I spend the night? And she's say, like, snatches it up. The sweet lady next door with Parkinson's. You know, she keeps trying to say hi and she just ignores her. And up to then, you know, that she'd been very sweet. She was taking her garbage out for her. She, they were very nice to each other. And, mm-hmm. and it's to the point where she's not even looking at her or speaking to her. She just marches into the house with the kid. Right. Right. And when she snapped that phone out of his hand, beyond just doing that, she cut the phone cord. And I was like, she's <laughs> losing her mind. Right. Yeah, she totally has lost it. And so he sees that and he's like, I got to take drastic measures. So <laughs> he goes and hides his gear, you know, in a safe spot. I know. In fact... You find out later as he's going through the house, he totally, Nightmare on Elm Street did that. He like, did. <laughs> I'll do this, and I'll lead you there, and I'll do this, and I'll lead you there, and I'll do this. I yeah. was like, did he put did he put a gunpowder in the light bulbs, too? <laughs> <laughs> um, she also wants him to stay out of the basement, and that's where she keeps dad's things. Um, she says, it's not safe in the basement. And yeah. Again, I think there's a metaphor for her. It's not safe for her in the basement, because that's where all the memories are that she's been trying to avoid. Right. So that night, like, she's putting him to bed, and he's like, I'm not taking these meds. I know. He's getting wise. He's like, mm <laughs> Baba Mom's going to come for me. Baba Mom. Baba Mom. He ain't got a Baba Dad, so. No. He doesn't. But can we talk about the weird shit that is always playing on their television? I yeah. think some of it is hallucinations, maybe, but also, what's happening over there, Australia? It's Adult Swim. <laughs> We That's the kind of stuff they show late at night. Just koala bears and then... Mealworms and like creepy doll faces flying da- through the dark. Dancing demons and... But why is it that's all that it is late at night? Because it was creepy. Hmm. It was. But I can't live in Australia if that's what late night TV is. Maybe she didn't have cable. That's the reason you can't live in Australia because of the late night TV selection. <laughs> yes. I would move there, but... But... They got weird trip to the moon stuff going on in the middle of the night. So forget, forget about it. man-eating scorpions and spiders. And I don't know. Australia is the most dangerous place. It has the most dangerous animals. But Irene's not there yet. So it's not <laughs> the most dangerous animals. Ooh. I do have to say that there is an animal in Australia that shares the same name as one of ours. But ours looks way creepier than the possums that are in Australia. Australian possums are very cute. United States possums are very creepy. <laughs> so Faint. maybe maybe we should switch. <laughs> we'll do a trade? Yes. Uh, hey, Australia, you got all those creepy animals. Take this one. I think you got our possum. And we'll have the sweet babies. We want the sweet babies. We'd like the baba possum. The baba possum. <laughs> but the dog is also sensing that... Oh, wait. Before we get to the dog, I want to talk about how she went down in that basement after she put him to sleep. And there's her husband. And I was like, "Mm mm-mm, I've seen a movie before. I know what this is. And she's like, he's like hugging her, and then it's right out of The Shining. He's like, let's just get rid of that kid. And I was like, out, demon. That's the Baba Demon. Baba Dad is now Baba Demon. That's right. Get Z out. I guess she goes back upstairs, and, well, she goes back upstairs. The lights go out, and she's having a weird dream or something. (laughs) No, she's... (laughs) <laughs> oh no that's when that's when the dad was like bring me i mean the i can boy. see why you'd be confused yeah. she has so many weird dreams my my notes are, yeah, the dad says to yeah. get the boy get the boy and she's like freaked out because she thinks that's bad you're the baba demon Bum. and then she's going upstairs Runs and she upstairs. closes the door and then that that thing that, that sound that happens i really love the sound design of the babadook it's like this insect the clicky buzzy thing and it's so creepy 
and it starts it starts infiltrating her bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then and then what? What? He don't care about your locked door. He's in your bedroom. He's in your bedroom, and she's crawling so slowly across the floor, and I can't understand why. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. That's right. Babadook's coming in your window. Babadook is snatching your people up. For real. And she got snatched. And no matter what she can do, you can't flee the Duke. No. <laughs> the Duke gonna get you. <laughs> she and she tries to avoid it. I even thought it was telling. She said, uh, "You're not real." And at this point, she gets full possessed. And I, again, I, I think this is this is a, um, a depression or a grief metaphor. Mm-hmm. I think I she agree. just snaps. I mean, that's yeah. that's the point where it's it's just hit her fully. She dissociates from what is normal reality and you find her in a chair watching crazy stuff on TV. Right. And even saying like, you're not real, like her coping skills have failed her and she still gets possessed. Like she didn't even believe it. Like she was trying to say it, but she didn't really believe it. Yes. And also I thought too, that this was um, the moment when the influence of the Babadook or the influence of grief or whatever becomes stronger than her love for a child. And again, I thought that was a big metaphor too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's not something that she could fight. She was just it was done. Yeah, that's when she like, goes downstairs and kills the dog. Yes, mm-hmm. Which, and that was so sad. Super sad. I get always get his really little body upset. just goes thump. <sighs> I always get really <laughs> yeah. upset when animals get hurt or killed or mistreated in movies. And why did she pull her tooth out? She hawked out and pulled that tooth. I don't root and all. I, I think know. she kind of was like. Once oh. she did that, I thought maybe it was a little sore. The rest of the movie, like she kind of had this thing where she would put her hand up to her face, but I'm not. Sh- it wasn't you know clear what? to me. Yeah, I, I think actually earlier in the movie there were a couple times that she was getting agitated. She'd like grab right. the side of her jaw. I think maybe she had an issue with her tooth, and at that point yeah. she is like, "Screw this tooth!" Right? Yeah. She pops at, it out. She's gone from kind of passivity to action. Yeah, and she's. Taking out the tooth that bothers her, she's gonna. She took out the dog that bothered her. She's gonna take out the child that bothered her. And not yeah. only did she take that tooth out, she just throws it on the floor. Right, and it and sounded. It, it's like clackety clack. And it sounded so slimy and kind of sucky, like <laughs> yes, like you're hearing that gum Gross. tissue just leave Ooh. nasty behind. <laughs> Gross. Mm-hmm. It was nasty. And then she, of course, she had that thick slobber, like you know, it looked like, very real. Right, like you get when when you like actually when you pull, to pull your teeth out when yeah. you're young. Yeah. Here, have some clotted blood on your mouth. Gross. Then she goes right after Sam. Mm-hmm. And I'm another one of those really, really creepy moments for me was when she screeches at Sam when she finds him and slides across the floor. Ugh. And I felt so bad for that little baby. Like, he needs all the therapy in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, when she floats across the floor right not dr oz therapy real therapy right. but what about when she monkey kicked in the door like she, she showed it <laughs> she's like, like you can't hide from me Pow! like she climbed she... up the door and just monkey kicked it in she went hong kong fooey on it and then floats across the floor poor baby is standing there going oh my god and i he he pisses himself and i probably would have too right and she's screaming like these awful things at him and finally he's like you're not my mom you're the Babadook. He knows. He knew. And then I'm really sorry, Mom, because you are about to get the shit kicked out right, of you. Right, because he is not going down without a fight. And I start cheering for this child at this point. And, How did yeah. they go from up there to the kitchen? Well, that's because he starts running down that's the stairs. That's right, he ran. And he's, she's following him all over the house. And he's like, Chuck, dart, <laughs> craziness. 
and she's she's suffering and he goes downstairs and oh. she goes to get him and there's a knock, knock on, on the, the door, door and it's the neighbor and right. i was like don't hurt that woman she is such I a know. sweet soul i thought she uh, was, don't kill her i thought, I thought she was gonna kill her, kill her. Yeah. i'm just checking on you and he's mm-hmm. trying to get out the back door while mom is distracted by the front door and something That's i didn't right. pick up before either it, it's obvious now that i'm thinking about it but the 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 neighbor even said uh, I know this is a hard time of year for you. And I was like, oh, this is when her husband died. But then, duh, it's your kid's birthday. Right. That's exactly when her husband died. Yeah. As he's often told us in awkward scenes. Yes, absolutely. So then mom gets stabbed. Well, yeah, she goes in there and she starts talking about being sorry and all this stuff. And oh. then she's like, it's like, oh, it's mom back. Oh, interesting. I, again, I've seen a movie before and I know how this turns <laughs> right. out. And then she starts talking about, I just want you to go be with your dad. And I was like, oh, no. and this so is taking Sam. a turn. Sam's like, oh, that's interesting, Stan. <laughs> and he says, sorry, mommy. <laughs> when he runs away because he knows. He's like, ah. I tried not to hit your femoral artery. Right. Sorry. <laughs> right. Mom is just stabbed in the leg. And of course, she's just screaming in pain, and he runs off. He's right. like, I got a plan. He goes ham on her. He, he really does. <laughs> I was really impressed with this child. He was so strong, and he was just like, you're not my mom, and I'm going to get you. Get it, child. Right. And so he knocks her out. Yeah, and ties her up in the basement. And ties her up in the basement. Oh, I, I love the way she did her little dance down the stairs. Trip, trip, fall, trip, fall. <laughs> <laughs> Unconscious. So You would love that. It was amazing. <laughs> it's like, so, Auntie M, it's a twister. It's a twister. So this movie doesn't show, like, the Babadook, like, enough for me to be like, this is a total horror movie. Because at this point, when he's tied mom up, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we've got what looks to be a just psycho is happening. If this is in people's heads, like this is a bad situation for everybody. Bad situation. Like he's got mom tied up in the basement. He's done stabbed her. Like if the cops came at this moment, right. It would be so bad for everybody. It might be good. They're definitely getting separated. They're definitely going to therapy. (laughs) Something. There might be an exorcism. She's right. going to get some Which sleep. Which I'm surprised ex, uh, Priest didn't show up at some point. Right, because usually show. that's when there's a knock at the door. Right. The priest shows up. He gets killed somehow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I really thought, since you mentioned her being tied up, I thought the actress was great at that. She was going through so many emotions of like this hatred and anger and this anguish and all these things. Confusion I, almost. Confusion, yeah. yeah. She really sold that scene. She did. She, she looked strained. Her eyes were yeah. red. And her whole face just looked... Taught, you know, right. she was writhing in all of these emotions. And it's really hard to act that and convey those emotions so effectively without words. So I thought she did great. And then, of course, he's trying to appeal to his mom. Right. I know. He and said, you can see her said, struggling. He said, Mommy, I know that you don't love me right now because the Babadook won't, won't let, let you. you. Yes. And I was oh, like, my God. Oh, God. Child. That little pumpkin. It's just a, oh, just a weird little pumpkin. And then she snatches him up and is strangling him. And he reaches out and he t- lightly pets her face. And mm-hmm. I was just like, my heart can't take this. This is too much. And apparently hers can't take it either. Right. Because that's how he reached Mommy. Right. And so, and so you see her fighting. Like, she actually, you can see it in her face that mm-hmm. she is fighting. Yeah. And she kind of rears back. Somehow gets untied yeah. suddenly. Sort and starts of. Vomiting she, Babadook all over the right. place. Oh, yeah. It just, like, ink everywhere. Oh, so gross. It's yeah, India really. ink. Like, I was thinking more squid ink, but okay. Squid You're ink. really an ink connoisseur. I, <laughs> <laughs> I could tell by the texture and the color <laughs> on the floor. I like that Baba ink. <laughs> that Baba, Baba ink. Ink, ink, ink. 
In fact, when she was trying to get up them stairs, you know, with her child to escape the Babadook, I was like, oh, you, you got a little duke on your face there. <laughs> all I just wanted to and take all a over her chest. Right, yes. I was just like, let's just clean this up a little bit. It's like, you're, you're going to make some newspapers. Right. <laughs> Which, earlier, she had the, the, the duke all over her hands when she burnt it. Yeah, there's yeah. a, there's a so, lot of continuity errors in this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I noticed quite a few of those. That's one of them, yeah. But um, let's see. So they have the final confrontation upstairs in her bedroom where a lot, so much happens in her bedroom. And I think, Hold on, again, but you, you forget that he says, can't get rid of the Babadook bomb. Oh, that's and right. Then, and he flies up the stairs. Then, yeah. And then they're oh, gen- yeah. gently throwing him around. It looks <laughs> real gentle. I didn't think it was gently slamming <laughs> in the wall. No, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, I don't know, for some reason, the way that he was like flying places, it was like, it could have been more be, dramatic. Let's be gentle with the child and don't. <laughs> Don't hurt him too. Maybe bad. he did his own stunts. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was the most gentle throwing around Chucky I've doll. ever seen. <laughs> right. And then they're upstairs with the final confrontation. Exactly. Which I found to be a little confusing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, the final confrontation takes place in the bedroom where a lot of this possession of the Babadook happens again. Um, I know I've said this several times before, but I'm going to keep it up. It's another metaphor for grief. Like this is the grief over her husband and that's their marriage bed. And she's still sleeping on as a throwback to another one of our episodes. She's sleeping on her side of the bed. And um, <laughs> me too. Yeah, me too. This is where the grief is coming from is, is centered in her bedroom. So that's of course where the Baba Duke's going to attack her. But everything mm-hmm. else about this confrontation, I was a little confused by. Yeah. It started I- out as her husband, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I like how she yells it into submission. Um, that kind of like seems like a good tactic for getting rid of ghosts and unwanted Tinder dates. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like. Wah! Well, and, but then you see like, like the ghost of her husband kind of disappears and fades into the darkness. And then I'll see you see the arms rising. I know with them fingers. Yeah. Fingers, yes. and it's like growing, like growing. And it's almost like. She's kind of falling back into it like she's, oh, no, it's gaining power over me again. And it's kind of this ultimate catharsis where she just starts yelling back at it. And no, you can't do this. You're not real. You touch my son again and I'll fucking kill you. I, I mean, was just, like, yes. She, yes. She's back. You right. Know? Yeah. That mother's love finally right. kind of right. overpowered. The, she was the, basically Sigourney Weaver and aliens. <laughs> just right. for a moment. Get away from her, you right. bitch. Yes. She needs an, um, an electronic loader. Yes. Just be like, grab the Babadook and be like, what's up? Into space. Into space. And then, like, there's lights and sh- wind and shaking and right. why craziness. Did the, why did the Babadook basically shine the bat signal right into her face? <laughs> it was like, whoosh! And then skitter, 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 skitter down to the basement. Right. And then all of a sudden, everything's miracle cured. Yeah. Like, immediately. They immediately, it's daytime. Everything in the house isn't gray and black. Um, she's like, sounds like the, the perfect mom. Um, he's, she's getting him in a nice school. She's throwing him a birthday party. He's like, well, kempt for once. He's wearing yeah, clothes he actually that are seems interesting. Right. Normal. Yeah, he seems normal. He, he, he's still himself. Like, he's like, my dad died. That's why we don't normally have my birthday on my birthday. And, uh. <laughs> to child protective services. Right. But oh, he's right. much more polite. Like miracle cure happened. She screamed at the Babadook. He ran down the basement. We're good. Mm. She's like, we just had a few things that we needed to work out. What, seven like, years of built up yes. stuff. Right. But then that's right when you find, like the kid comes in, he's like, I found all these worms. And I was like, worms in Australia are weird. 
<laughs> we got some grubs in there. There, there were all we kinds. Some little mealworms. They, yeah, I was going to say, they look like those worms that they're always stir frying. Yes. Ugh. That so was just in her yard. She's taking those downstairs, and you find out that the Babadook's still in the basement. Why? Because you can't get rid of the Babadook. Right. And again, the metaphor. Right. Like it, the grief, grief and grief, the grief, depression grief, isn't. Grief. Grief. Shush. Grief. Shush. Grief it. Grief. <laughs> Why are you giving me grief? <laughs> grief. Baba I just grief. wanted to say it as much as you did. Oh, snap. She gave him a bunch of worms in the Baba Dirt. And. <laughs> And it's you never get rid of that. It's always there, and, and you can't like control it or remove it. It's but it's managed. Manageable. It becomes a manageable managed. part of you. Yes. Yeah, that was a good metaphor. Grief, grief, so grief. It apparently you just deal with your demons and then eat some worms, and you're good. Right. Feed your demons worms. <laughs> hmm. In the basement. And she kind of talked him. It, it was like the Babadook was going to attack her, and she talks him down. It's okay. It's okay. Just breathe. And then she's, of course, she sends her son out. You know, I'm going to go do this thing. That's horrible. You know what I'm going to do. Will I ever get to meet him? Maybe one day when you're older. And right. And she sends him out to play. He, yeah. He is your Baba Dad. So maybe someday you'll get to meet him. That's no. not the dad. That's no. the Baba Dude. It's going to be the dad. Maybe one day you'll have depression and grief. Right. Is what she's saying, basically. Right. Okay. Like one day when you're happy and your world turns to shit. You can feed the Babadook. You'll have your own Babadook. Ha- right. I think he's had enough shit to deal with he in has. his whole lifetime. I also like how strong this child is. Like, he's, <laughs> He didn't take any of this lying down. He's bounced back. Well, at this age, the kid's brain is still pretty plastic. So he's going to bounce back a lot better probably than mom when we're talking about childhood de- development. I'll, I'll say this about the final scene. Uh, when he performs this magic trick, I thought it was really interesting because he tried to do one earlier and she's like losing her mind. But this time she, he had her full attention and his magic trick works. And mm-hmm. the little dance that he does. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he totally looks like Stuart doing, look what I can do. <laughs> he does. And I feel like watching his, that little joyful moment makes watch, is worth watching this whole movie for. Because <laughs> it is the most happiest moment that I've seen in a movie in a long time. He does He does not care. He's like, this is my dance. This is my one chance, Fancy, don't let me down. <laughs> and he didn't let any of us down. He didn't let anybody no, he down. Did not. So one of the interesting things I read about this is somebody pointed out that this is one of the only scary movies where everybody at the beginning of the movie is still alive at the end of the movie, except the dog. <laughs> oh. oh, a moment for the dog. Mm. But at least everybody else is alive. All the humans lived. Yay. And they seemed happier. So this time we talked about what ifs, and Alan, uh, he said one earlier, but he, he said he really didn't have a what if for this, but I've got one. So special guest star, <gasps> Brooke, what Brooke's if? what if. <laughs> so I thought, what if something like this has happened every year? Every year on the birthday, she goes into this deep depression, and he starts recognizing that. That's why it's so recognizable to him. And, and, and it's why Sam was acting out at the beginning of the movie because he's getting more anxiety because that time of year is coming. Oh, that's a really good point. And uh, then she starts to go into this deep spiral. And this year, it's just blamed on the Babadook, you know? Because he's been scared of monsters this whole time. Right. Every time, it's, the, it's a monster. From the beginning, it was a monster. I'm going to kill the monster. And it just got the name Babadook when he read that book. So I wonder if, you know, this is the seventh time this has happened to this kid. And it's like... That's the trauma he has to go through each time, and maybe each time it gets worse, and that's oh. why he's so anxious and 
out of control at the beginning of the movie and while he's in control for the rest of the movie because that her being manic is the thing he's used to dealing with <laughs> and protecting himself and that's why he gets her to say let's just promise to protect each other because he doesn't want her to hurt him right like maybe she has in the past that's 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 not a what great you blown me away bro right what well, and it that's... probably intensified all of his anxiety too, because he didn't have the support of sharing the birthday with his right um, cousin. cousin with his cousin. And I mean, the extra trouble at school. I mean, all all of it kind of fed back into it itself. So that makes perfect sense. Oh, that's that's a really good theory, Brooke. Thank you. Write that I like down. It. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Brooke, Brooke, Brooke. Oh yeah, that's creepy and awesome. <laughs> Papa Brook, Brook, Brook. That's just creepy. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our ratings. I mean, what did you think? This was the film you picked, so yes, I gave it four out of five stars. Um, I thought it was just—it's a really well done movie. I like that it's very psychological. Um, I've seen this movie probably three or four times now, and I like it. Every I like it better every time I see it. Um, the first time that I saw it, I was like, "This is not a scary movie, right?" Yeah. Um, except for the Duke, Duke, Duke. But something that did happen to me the first time that I saw this movie was I was seeing the Baba Duke everywhere, oh. like by the Christmas tree or <laughs> um, up the stairs at the top. I was like, "Oh fuck, the Baba Duke." Um, and then I was like, "Okay, this movie is scary after the fact." <laughs> so. That's why it gets four stars. Um, Pride flags. I'm going to give it one star or one flag. Why one pride flag? I didn't feel like there was much of anything gay about the movie. Um, It's not. Um, I think I'm just giving it the one pride flag because in 2016, it got super duper. <laughs> right. A lot of hype hype around pride. For the Babadook um, and Brooke, I know you know more about the story. So yeah, why yeah. don't you tell it? This actually is really interesting to me. So I did uh, a bit of research on it. it. It turns out that there was a Tumblr user. Uh, what's his name? Instagram. 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 <laughs> Instagram. He, uh, he says that he was just like on a whim, had an idea, and he just posted on Tumblr. Whenever someone says the Babadook isn't openly gay, it's like, do you even watch the movie? <laughs> and so over a short period of time, that ended up going on BuzzFeed. And people were uh, going back and forth on it because it was really kind of like a meaningless post, right. just something to be funny. And then all these people come out of the woodwork like, no, he's not gay. It's just a movie. Like they had to throw a big fit about it. So Gay Tumblr was like, um, we're going to run with this and troll people a little bit. So people start responding with, well, it's not gay to you, but it is to me. Like, at one point, somebody's freaking out and is like, it's just a movie. And the OP said, a movie about a gay man who just wants to live his life in a small Australian suburb? It may be just a movie to you, but to the LGBT community, the Babadook is a symbol of our journey. So all these people were making it a gay film when it wasn't. And uh, eventually, uh, somebody posted uh, that they were uh, just going to sit down. What did he say? Oh, so proud that Netflix recognizes the Babadook as a gay, as gay representation. <laughs> Uh, that was uh, uh, posted and it showed the Babadook as, uh, in Netflix as uh, one of the LGBT movies. And 
in fact, that image went around so much that everybody believed it real. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of largely believed to be Photoshopped, although people say that they saw it. Um, the, one of the articles I read said they reached out to Netflix to ask if that ever really happened, but they never got a reply. And they, they figured if it did, Netflix cleared it up really quickly. But, uh, <laughs> but it's part of the, it's the, the gay urban legend of, of the Babadook being on Netflix under LGBT. Is it real or is it not? I don't know. And yet it became a mascot. A mascot. Right. And then T-shirts. Around Pride. Mm-hmm. Somebody else w- uh, posted about it being uh, from RuPaul's Drag drag Race and talked about being Baba Shook and <laughs> <laughs> rocking a Baba look. So it's people cool. really ran with it. And I, 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 mean, I was interested because the original poster of the thing even said, here's a quote uh, when he was talking to the New York Times, or sorry, the New York Magazine. He said it started picking up steam within a few weeks because individuals who I presume are heterosexual kind of freaked out over the assertion that a horror movie villain would identify as queer, which I think was the actual humor of the post, as opposed to just the outright statement that the Babadook is gay. And that, I found that really interesting because people, it's strange because people just assume even the villains of movies are, are straight. And you just assume that and people are like, okay, sure, whatever. But as soon as somebody says the Babadook's gay, people have to come out of the woodwork to be like, no, he's not. Like, I have to really justify it. Right. Mm. It's a shadow man. Right. Why do you care? Why do you care? <laughs> but people really do. Because they're going to push their agenda if they're gay. Right. The Babadook gay agenda. Right. Um, I like the quote that it said the B in LGBT stood for Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, great, more by erasure. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like, uh. we can't even we can't even have the B. <laughs> That's just part of the Baba discourse. I think so. So for me, uh, as far as pride flags, I'll start there. Um, I'm going to give it one just because of the life that it that it gained after the movie and was clearly never intended in the original film. And Yes, Irene, I don't even see this film as gay. Right, you you, you didn't see anybody? The dog wasn't gay? Maybe, no, the, the, maybe the neighbor? or The dog was homophobic. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it had to die. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of the teachers. Somebody? N- nobody? Nobody. Nobody? Everybody mark that on your I calendars. Know, I got a strong feel for the woman that was... Uh, In the grocery store? <laughs> no, because she was making child, out with some straight child guy. Protective the, yes, services. the woman in the child protective services. <laughs> she set up your gaydar. I don't know why. That's funny. Mm. See, it's Alan's turn. For me, for enjoyment, <laughs> I'm giving this three out of five stars. Uh, I, I'm like you. The first time I saw it, I was like, "Huh? Well, that wasn't scary like I expected, but I liked it. Like I really had a hard time." figuring it out because this is another movie that they kind of present in a certain way like it's the scariest movie of the year and then you watch it and it's not the scariest movie of the year it's kind of like have you ever been to like the restaurant and you think i'm gonna order dr pepper at the last minute you change your mind you get like sweet tea and but then you forget and the, the waiter brings it and you pick up your glass and you're like oh my god this dr pepper tastes awful but it's because you changed it to sweet tea wow that was an explanation. Has that, that ever was, happened to you guys? That was deep. It has happened. It has happened. See? So that's exactly how I felt like drinking the, the Duke. I was expecting it to be Dr. Pepper, and it was sweet tea. So once I got over that a little bit, though, I enjoyed it a lot more. And Irene, you're right. This is the second time I've watched it, and I enjoyed it a lot more this time because I wasn't expecting that, and I was able to kind of get into what I thought this was about. So it's a three for me now. Um, it, it, it could eventually move into a three and a half or four. Now, I... I 
gave it a four just because I, I thought it, and, and it probably took the second watch to get me to a four, but the first time I didn't even really pick up and maybe, I don't know, like you said, I, I may have been in the mindset for a horror movie and I didn't get the whole metaphor. Right. But okay. watching it the second time, it was so totally obvious to me that it was a metaphor. I, I don't know why I it just clicked it, the second time. I also watched it with you for the first time. So I watched it the first time with Brooke, and I watched it with the first time for Alan. So yeah, it uh, it was... I, I think You're trying was, to... Th- this just all got clear to me. You're trying to put the Babadook in us. Hmm. I think the Babadook is already in you. <laughs> I've known you a long we time, We all Brooke. have a little Babadook in us. <laughs> Everybody has I a got the BBD. Babadook. I got the BBD. I've been Baba depressed before. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to take a Baba Duke 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 before. Ew. It was it was depressing. I'm depressed hearing about it. <laughs> Sounds like it'd be oppressive. But <laughs> the the pride flags I gave it a one just for the sensationalism around it. But other than that, no. Maybe her flower bed was gay. Maybe that pigeon was gay. I don't know. <laughs> But what is a gay flower bed, Alan? I don't know, bright and happy. Oh, Alan would know. He's got gay flower beds. With, you really do, Alan. With deep roots. Oh, jeez. Those roots run deep. You always got to get creepy. What? Why is that creepy? Mm-hmm. It's the way that it's you said. It's not the underneath roots. There ain't no demigorgons in my garden. You're rooting around in that like a like a pig looking for a truffle. No, I'm a grounded flower because I have deep roots. Oh, maybe I'm nasty. You are you nasty. nasty. Dang. Resist the Babadook, both of you. I, the why? power of Duke compels you. Well, now that Baba I know that Brooke if you're nasty. Now that I know that it's a gay movie, I'm all for the Babadook. The Babadook is my daddy. Oh, damn. Ooh. Cut that, cut that out. You need no, a ba- you need I'm to, not cutting that yeah. out. You need to Babadouche. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Babadouche that right out. No. <laughs> Turn Douche. it into a Baba Dank meme. Douches are not medically necessary. I have a self-cleansing organism. Thank you. Organism? <laughs> you have an organism? She has I an organism. I just have a vagina. Like, I'm missing out. Like She has a symbiote. <laughs> That's hardly fair. you got a whole organism. It's a parasite. That symbiote needs some mouthwash. Does, does your organism give you organisms, too? <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to this, Nana. <laughs> Uh, I think that wraps it up, y'all. I think that's a good. I I really think that's a good place to stop. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think <laughs> wrapped up like a Baba Duke in the night. Ew! Why? You don't wake up to have a Baba Duke. I do. Really? Sometimes. You wake up with the butt pressure. Sometimes. Huh? Do you, you might be no. sleep, You roll to the side and you're like, Ooh, I'm suddenly awake. And I that's not a Duke, Alan. That's your husband. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. Sadly, no. Mine usually happen after you're awake a while. Right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know happens. Alan gets them late night dukes. It happens. That's it for this week's episode. Please review and rate this podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Join us on our next episode when we'll be giving you a little holiday joy. Who knows what will come up? Favorite memories, favorite movies. Join us. And as always, if you want to see us review a particular movie, you can send your suggestions to comment at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is produced in cooperation with Stealth Pickles Productions and is copyright 2017, all rights reserved. Partial logo design provided by Wink Images on freepick.com and theme music created by Brooke. 
Check out our website, streamingunicornpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Become a fan. Until next time, this is Brooke, Irene, and Alan saying, If it's in a word or in a book, you can't get rid of the Babadook. Hi, welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where I can kiss my own butt. You can kiss your own butt. Really? Your own butt? Not anymore. Hmm. <laughs> Damn. Hmm. Get up, get up, get busy. Get up and move that body. Get up, get up, and I get down to it. Boy, the night is over. Boom. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is produced in cooperation with Stealth Pickles Production and is corpy-roided. It's corpy-roided. It's hemorrhoided. Hemorrhoided for your pleasure. Heavily. And as always, if you want to see us... No, I was still speaking. Shut up then. I was still (laughs) speaking.